Hello there, welcome to another weekly installment of Dream Infringement. We're just a cornucopia of cats, mental illness, and houseplants. I might be speaking more for myself than for the rest of the gang. It's a small gang. It's just me, Jennifer, and my longtime friends, Bobby and Emily Castillo, and sometimes their lovely offspring, because they've been inducted into the community radio family, but they're at an age when they are especially cute and precocious on the radio. Not in this episode, though. I know, I know, I talked them up, and then I'm not providing any cute children saying funny things. I'm just getting your hopes up, dashing them. That's me, killer of dreams, harbinger of end times. Just another Monday. Well, this is a part four of me chronicling my song folder. If you didn't hear in the previous recaps, I hear bits of songs on social media or music apps and I think, that sounds cool, I should listen to that. So I'll take a little screenshot, put it in a little folder, and then never look at it again. But I don't want to be that person that is still listening to the music I was listening to in high school. I mean, I will, I would never forsake my roots. But I mean only listen to the things I was still listening to in high school. I really want to hear new things. Somehow it just seems a lot harder when you're no longer like a teenager or a young adult. I feel like you get exposed to less music. Some kind of incidentals of aging, maybe? I haven't researched it. I'm just tossing out theories. But I have to take a more active role in finding music than I recall ever having to do when I was young. So I don't know. I'm sure there's something to it. But we're going to dig in to our first song. And this is by singer-songwriter Alina. She is a Swedish singer-songwriter based in Stockholm. And she's actually co-written songs for Maroon 5, Zara Larsson, Hilary Duff. One article described her as having a hauntingly beautiful voice with lyrical finesse. Wow. I'm looking forward to it. Haunt me, finesse me with this song of yours. Let's check it out. I'm anxious I've never been with someone like this before But I don't mind If you don't mind Exploring clothes So I thought it was pretty And I thought she had kind of an unusual sounding voice It's kind of unique But I, I don't know Like It might be one of those songs that catches up with me later Where I'm like, you know what, I really do like it but just listening to it this first time, I wasn't vibing with it exactly. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay, so we're heading on to our next song. And this band is called Maple Glider. And the song title is Good Thing. Maple Glider is Tori Zeitch, who is an Australian pop singer-songwriter from Melbourne and they released their debut album in June of 2021. So, sounds like they're a bit new on the scene. But I guess that's how we learn. Fire to things that bring us life before 
this song. I thought it was dreamy and lush and I liked that she was able to be like very breathy but then also able to kind of belt it out a bit more. Kind of showed off some of her range. So I'd be curious to hear some of her other songs but I liked her going on my playlist. This next one is almost cheating because I have heard the whole entire song and I know I like it and I know <laughs> going on a playlist um, but I haven't really looked up this singer to see what their story is. So this is Aurora and this is her song Runaway and she is a Norwegian singer and songwriter and record producer. She began writing her first songs and learning dance at the age of six. I've seen interviews with her. She seems like a very whimsical, very quirky, interesting person. She's just in her own world and it seems like a pleasant and nice world to be in. So let's hear this song that I already know I like. I was running far away Starving off the world someday Nobody knows, nobody knows and I was dancing in the rain I felt alive and I can't complain But no, take me home Take me home where I belong mm, The song, it's so delightful to my head Just how they arranged all the, the instruments And the more like electronic type sounds, her control over her voice, and how she's able to get it to have such a unique sound with all the, the highs and lows and everything, and just the, the lyrics and this this sense of everything happening in it. It's like a little bit of a fantasy, and it's like melancholy, but triumphant. It just sort of everything. I just really, really like that song. Could you tell? <laughs> um, okay, so the next, we're going in a different direction. This is a song by Ollie Muirs, and it's Dance With Me Tonight, and he is an English singer, songwriter, and television personality. He was a contestant on the sixth series of the television talent show The X Factor in 2009 where he finished as runner-up but after that show he was signed to RCA Records and Sony Music in the UK and Columbia Records in the United States it doesn't make it sound like they were consecutive does it, it makes it sound like they were all together I didn't think you could do that unless they're yeah I don't know I don't know how that works not being signed to anyone how would I so here is his song, Dance With Me Tonight. I thought this song was peppy and energetic. I feel like it was giving me some flashbacks of Bruno Mars in that Hey Baby, I Think I Want to Marry You song. 
I don't, I'm not like a fan of Bruno Mars, so it's hard for me to say how identical it was. Uh, maybe it just had the essence of that song to me. So let me pull up a little clip it of the Bruno Mars song to see if there is indeed a similarity. It's a beautiful night. We're looking for something dumb to do. Hey, baby, I think I want to marry you. Here is a clip from the song we just heard. I feel like there's a very similar vibe. There's a similar sound in there somewhere that I'm hearing anyhow. Not that it makes a difference with how I feel about this song. I just had to see my point through, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, I think they're similar. It had, I like the kind of the old school sound that they incorporated with it and it had a lot of energy. I don't know. I'll have to come back to that one. I have to think about it. Okay, so this next band is called Always, but it's spelled A-L-V-V-A-Y-S, and it's titled Archie Marry Me, and it's from a Canadian indie pop band formed in 2011. The name is spelled that way because the actual band name Always, spelled the traditional way, was already taken. So they're like... All right, we'll just put two V's in there. It works, and it does, and it does make them stand out. And the song Archie Marry Me examines modern romance and traditional marriage and touches on themes of commitment and financial stability. Uh, it's a critique of the standard societal expectation that one is to marry upon entering adulthood. Okay, societal expectations, you say? Well, let's take a listen. This song was a little reminiscent to me of the song by Camera Obscura, Hey Lloyd, I'm Ready to Be Heartbroken. The general feel, <laughs> the zest, the je ne sais quoi of it all. <laughs> Since I already put in one sound clip, let's just keep it going. Here is a small clip of Camera Obscura and their song, Lloyd, I'm ready to be heartbroken. So I feel if you like that song, you like this song. If you like this song, you like that song. They just kind of harness the same general vibe or energy, I think. There you go. You can have songs that are synergistic, perhaps, if you wanted that kind of thing. Anyhow, back to my musings about the song by the band Always that I just played. I did like it. It's I found it like really catchy, and there are a lot of like different expectations that 
have been changing a lot just because of the world we live in with like the economy and mainly it's the economy. (laughs) People are just, you know, having to adapt and live successfully as with what we have. And so, yeah, things have, are, are different, but a lot of the expectations remain the same, even if there is no way to fulfill them in modern society. Uh, anyhow, um, I liked it. It will be going on a, a playlist. It made me wish that I knew somebody named Archie. I'm surprised that they do. I, I feel like it's a more of a UK thing. Archie's roam freely. I have yet to meet an Arch Archie here in my life. I'm sure there are plenty of American Archies. And if I did, everyone would be singing this song at them. It wouldn't be fun for them. Okay, so our next song is a cover by a singer called Greta Ray. She's covering Billy Joel's song, Vienna. She is another, she's an Australian singer-songwriter from Melbourne, another one. They must just foster a musical career there. In 2016, she was the winner of the National Triple J Unearthed Radio Competition for Bands and Songwriters. Oh, maybe that's why people are coming out of Melbourne. (laughs) They have contests and then you become like a, a famous person. Uh, So originally she was making music reflective of indie rock influences, but says she came to embrace pop music as her primary genre. Uh, Her songwriting has been described by the Sydney Morning Herald as conversational, unambiguous lyrics that come across simply and powerfully. And she was described by Australian music critic Bernard Zuhl as quietly grand pop. She was just making those papers just throw out the adjectives like crazy. This song is not really reflective of her songwriting ability because it's a cover, but who doesn't love a good Billy Joel cover, right? Let's hear the cover and see what we what we think. Slow down, you crazy child. You're so ambitious for a juvenile. But then if you're so smart, tell me why are you still so afraid? Mm. Where's the fire? So as a cover, like I don't think it's better than the original one by Billy Joel. But that said, I found her voice very comforting there's a richness to it that I enjoyed and it makes me wonder how much I would like some of her other songs and I'm thinking I might she wasn't affectatious just seemed like very honest I don't know there's there's something unique there that I (laughs) I think I'm hearing that makes me kind of intrigued okay so the next one her name is Elaine and the song is called Hold Me. So she is a Korean American singer and songwriter, but I wasn't able to find a lot of information about her, just that she has sang on a ton of TV series soundtracks. Like she seems kind of like a soundtrack queen. It's it's confusing my brain that you could be a person that's like on all of these soundtracks but not really have that much of your own like records and albums 
how can you <laughs> do that and not have like a collection of your own albums I guess unless you collect all of your soundtrack songs and put them in an album but I don't think that's how it works oh and I believe this song is in English if not I will follow up with what the lyrics mean my cold hands like a very sincere like fragile and delicate sounding song I liked it I found it very touching so yes I will include it so our next artist is Claude and the song is go home it's described as a high tempo bop that pairs lo-fi instrumentals with Claude's sweet voice it's relatable lyricism detailing the unmistakable feeling of being stuck at a party where you feel like you don't belong. And another article says it's about falling into that hole of feeling awkward and uncomfortable in your own skin that all you crave is going home and sliding into whatever is familiar. I can recognize that feeling quite a bit. You know what solves that feeling? Not going out and hanging out with other people or only hanging out with the ones that you're really good friends with, like Emily and Bobby. I never feel like I'm falling into a hole of awkwardness and uncomfortableness in my own skin around Emily and Bobby. So, I mean, that's what really good friends are for, right? To prevent existential crises in a crowd. So here we go with Claude, go home. I feel like that song made all my little synapses just light up with good chemical. Something about the beat, the rhythm, the sort of happy, I don't know what instrument that is. In my mind, it's saying xylophone, and that is absolutely not what it is. I, it's, it's an electronic thing, an electronic sound that I can't describe, but it, it sounds like the sprinkles and confetti. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I really like that song. As um, they would say in American Idol, that's a yes from me, dog. So, yeah. So this next song is by Mira, and it's called Cold, Cold Water. She's an American musician and songwriter based in Brooklyn, New York. After getting her start in the music scene of Olympia, Washington in the late 1990s, they had a bunch of interesting details about her in Wikipedia. Normally, when they say, like, here's about their personal life, it's very dry. There's very few interesting informational tidbits to be found. Her mother is a painter and massage therapist and together with her father ran a small natural foods bakery through her childhood and adolescence. Her parents raised the family on macrobiotic foods. After graduating high school early at 16 she spent a year traveling they don't say if it was by herself or not <laughs> before moving to Washington 
1992 to attend the Evergreen State College. She taught herself guitar and wrote her first song as an assignment for class. While in college, she worked at a collectively run vegetarian campus cafe with musician, singer-songwriter Kimya Dawson, who later became her label mate at K Records. She was involved with a number of secret cafes in Olympia. And of course, you might be like, what is a secret cafe? Which was my question. Maybe you already knew, and I've just, there's a world of secret cafes that I was ignorant to until today. One cafe included the Red Horse Cafe, which she and her roommate ran out of their one bedroom apartment. They served a different menu every Sunday for a year and a half. So let's hear the song Cold Cold Water. Stayed alive and I found you now I take you where the water's deep and make the air you breathe so sweet but is it not enough to be In a way she kind of reminds me of the singer Tanya Donnelly, who was the lead singer when she was part of the band Belly. I can definitely hear kind of like the 90s in there, which I don't hate. As I said, my roots, those are my roots. Here's a short clip of Tanya Donnelly singing in the band Belly. So you can see if there's a similarity, a certain feel that they both have. Is there So at first, I was not really digging this song. I thought it seemed discordant in the fact that she kind of switches up the styles going through it. But the more I've heard it, the more it's actually grown on me. I do like it. So, and in the 90s, I really loved Tanya Donnelly. Only it's hard for me to listen to her songs because I listened to them through so many pivotal moments of my life then that they're attached and associated with those specific songs. So, I mean, it works out for me to just replace that sound with a new sound that sounds exactly like the old sound, but it's starting off just fresh. It's a clean slate. There are no emotions or memories attached to this song. So I'm going to say it's a win-win, right? Okay, our last and final song is by a singer who goes by Carol's Daughter. The song is called Violent. Carol's Daughter is Thea Taylor, who is only, she's a baby, she's 21. She's an up-and-coming singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist from Southern California. And it says, Bouncing between five different high schools, she started doing drugs, falling down a rabbit hole, and taking multiple trips to rehab. On the last trip, she made a promise to pursue music upon returning home. She didn't start to gain much traction, however, until her breakout song, Violent, went viral on TikTok. This makes me, like, worried for her, because the music industry can be really tough on people. Like, there's a lot of addiction issues going on in that particular field, so... I hope that she does okay and that this is a, a good thing that her song went viral and not a bad thing. So here she is. Don't make me get violent. I want 
it's a catchy song, and she's definitely using her life experiences to draw on for some of the lyrics and themes. I can see that. I don't necessarily relate to it. Uh, I have never gotten violent. I don't know. It's another song where I'll have to think about it. Like, I think it's going to be sort of an earworm song that like keeps coming back into my head on a loop. So I probably will <laughs> keep listening to it just because I'm already listening to it <laughs> internally. Why not hear the full complete thing with all the instrumental accompaniment through the real song, not just the little bit that'll be swirling around in my head. But anyway, that was our last song of the evening. We made it through another <laughs> Jennifer's song file folder episode. Woo! Thank you so very much for tuning in to the show. We're on Mondays from 6 to 7. A proud, long-standing tradition <laughs> since 2016 here at KSKQ. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we, ha- we have a Gmail. We do. It's dream infringement, one word, at gmail.com. Or you can look us up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. And you can find all our previous show recordings on SoundCloud, also on iTunes, pretty much any podcast playing app. Uh, If you type in Dream Infringement, we should come up for you. So, look all of these ways to to listen, (laughs) get your Dream Infringement fix. Hopefully our paths will cross next week. So that is it for the show. Thank you very much for tuning in. And this is Jennifer, over and out.